This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people. Hello and happy Tuesday, and welcome to today's episode where we are talking all things vending. Vending machines are an investment that appeals to many individuals since it tends to be a lower cost investment and it's a business that provides extreme flexibility. So I do have one small admission to make. This is not a franchise. I know, I know, I know this is called the franchise life, but trust me when I tell you this is an investment that is considered a business opportunity versus a franchise but it provides almost all of the support a traditional franchise model would provide. So without further ado, I would love to introduce my two guests today that are joining me from Healthy You Vending. Peter Hansen is with Healthy You Vending and helps with development and uh, working with potential investors. And I also have Andre Barrett, who is an investor in Healthy You Vending and has owned his own business since 2013. So welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. So, Peter, let's start with you. Can you just give me a broad overview of Healthy You Vending? What is it? When did it originate? And how many people do you have in the system today? Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Stacy. So, so Healthy You Vending is a company that started back in 1999. Actually, our our founders, uh, Mike Burnett and Jeff Marsh, got together and saw an opportunity to help people start and grow uh, businesses in the vending space and. They got involved with all kinds of traditional vending opportunities um, back in 1999 and did that for seven or eight years before they actually got this idea that, you know, maybe there's a better opportunity or there's an opportunity that we could possibly capitalize on in the healthy uh, food space. Because obviously we know that traditional vending is, is replete with junk food and it still has that reputation of being heavy in junk food. And so back in 2007, they, they brought their first healthy focused vending machine to market with this idea that maybe this could work. We weren't even sure what was really going to happen with the idea because frankly, back in 2007, you kind of had to, I always say this, you kind of had to power your way through a power bar. I mean, healthy stuff did not taste all that good back in 2007. There's a lot of change that's occurred in the market space with offerings and products since then, certainly. But it was sort of a little bit of a gamble because we didn't know what was going to happen with it. But we quickly learned that there's an audience for this sort of thing. A lot of people wanted to eat better. Uh, almost it almost parallels the growth of the of the likes of the Whole Foods markets and Sprouts and Trader Joe's of the world. You've seen those over the last 15 years proliferate as well because there's an audience for people who will will pay more and want to consume better quality products. And so we we now only do healthy focused vending. So we we learned a lot from the from the traditional vending that was very valuable time spent. But all of our focus now, it's 100% focused on the healthy space. And so, so since, uh, since 2007, we've helped probably close to 2,000 operators now get started in the healthy vending um, business. And that's all that we do. And we, we love it. We think it's a great opportunity for people to, to kind of do something good in the world plus own a business. So. How many investors have you had to date? And how many machines, if you know offhand, does that equate to? 
you know, we've actually kind of grown to, like I say, we're close to 2,000 investors or so nationwide. Um, the machine count varies and it changes, uh, you know, monthly as people add more machines to their portfolio. And I don't really know that the number of machines, I, it'd be kind of strange for me to pick a number and be able to tell you, but you know, that people own machine counts anywhere from five uh, to over a hundred. It really just depends upon really their goals for business investment and the time capacity that they have to put towards the business and those kinds of things. It meets a wide variety and ranges of people's needs. So. So the, let's introduce Andre. I mean, Andre, you are living and breathing this model. Can you share a little bit about your history? Uh, I mentioned already that you started this business in 2013, but are you doing this in addition to another occupation? Is this full-time? Share a little bit about yourself. Well, absolutely. Thanks, Stacey. Well, <clears throat> yes, I, I've been owning and operating my business for this business since 2013 in South Florida. I originally started in Fort Lauderdale. Um, it was something that <clears throat> at the time I did have another business uh, with a partner. I honestly, <clears throat> what happened was I was physically injured at a time back then where I was hurt. I used to train uh, people in the fitness martial arts and I ended up getting hurt and it was something for me to say to myself look if you can't do what you used to do let's see if you could find something additional because I just didn't have the same movement and then I looked into Vendin. Um actually my brother told me about Vendin and gave me the option and then since I came from a health and fitness background I looked into different companies and I landed on Healthy You actually Healthy was the last company that I actually found um, just doing my own research. And um, I was excited. I took the opportunity. I started originally with five machines back then. I didn't know, honestly, what to expect. I went into it with the uh, optimistic mindset to, okay, this is something I'm going to do on the side while I recover um, within my health because I just physically couldn't do much um, at the time at the gym. And I said to myself, okay, let me do this business. I spoke with one of the um, managers at Healthy U. His name was Brett. And he won me over. I, I was looking for something that I knew that, one, I could do part-time. Two, I was able to um, grow at my own pace. So after asking them different questions, I didn't feel pressured. I feel that if you went, and this is not my first business. So for me, within a knowing about business and franchises, I, I had the personality where I didn't want to be taught what to do. I want to be shown, given the blueprint. And then I knew that I could attack it at my pace at my, and kind of make it my own. So that's what drew me to them. And that's what made me say, all right, I'm going to go with these guys. All right. And from there to today, I have 110 units. Wow. So since 2013, you started with five machines and now you have 113, you said? 110. 110. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, well, 110 units, how do you manage this business? So I would imagine at this point, it's a full-time business for you. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes, it is. I manage it. Well, 
it's a software, the technology that's built into the machines where I could be home or be in my office or be on my phone remotely. It doesn't matter really where it is. Um, I can see the activity that is going on with my business. I can see what machines, the percentage they are. I do have a team. Uh, there's no way I could handle all of them right at this point. I had my first employee when I, uh, around 20, mid 20, somewhere around there is when I actually had my first employee. Right now I have two gentlemen um, on the road and one person in the, my office that I have in Boca Raton. Um, but they, we work together. I'm air traffic control. I let them know where we're going to go. Um, we have to-do lists. Uh, from from the moment my morning starts 4.30, that's just my nature, I, at 4.30 and by the time 6 o'clock rolls around, everyone has their tasks, what they're doing for the day. And I just watch what they do. I control inventory. They do orders for me. So we have a good system going on. Um, but uh, it, it's a team effort. Uh, it, it was something that honestly, my original goal was only 15 and stop. So, um, it was something eight months into it. I realized, okay, I'm going to keep going and make something out of it. And I have no regrets with it. Oh, I love it. Okay. So when I present vending, so vending is an area that I get a lot of my clients interested in because of the ease of the business. Uh, just like you, you can small out, start out small, and then you can grow it to whatever level you want to. But the biggest fear with individuals is where do I place these machines? How, you know, what am I going to do with these machines? I invest in five machines, 10 machines, what have you, where am I going to place them? So Peter, let me bounce back to you. How does Healthy You assist the investors with placement of the machines? Yeah, well, we have a we have a dedicated team that actually specializes in that very thing. I mean, we we do uh, we do market research for a person's area. We have a number of different business databases that we subscribe to, and we we filter those databases, the information we get from them on the types of locations that we know from past experience are a good fit for this concept altogether. Uh, we create lists of places that we could approach. Um, and, you know, and our team will, will do outreach. Uh, we create a flyer that, uh, that represents their business in the area. We also create a website for people that they can kind of customize and make their own. Um, so their business has a, a presence online as well, showing a valid business in the area and in healthy vending. And, and then we go about uh, doing outreach. Um, and, uh, you know, and we also one thing we're really big on is, is helping people, helping the investor understand how they can be a very good advocate for their own business as well. Because most people, as they start a business, realize they don't just sit on their hands and wait for stuff to happen. And so once we kind of show people kind of the methods that we use to help people find, loca- you know, help locations be acquired, people kind of, their light, a light bulb goes off in their mind. They go, gosh, I can, I can do that as well. So for one, we actually do outreach. We can, we can do the, the phone calls into facilities. We can get to the right people people within an organization. We present the concept of the operator bringing in healthy vending at no cost to them um, to the total location and they'll manage everything for them. And, and it looks good for them to have healthy vending brought into the facility. So we really position this as a benefit to the location to have the machine brought in. And when someone who has authority to, to say yes to something like this says they want a machine, at that point, we put them in touch with the operator and we say, hey, 
For example, Andre, we spoke with Julie Wilson. She's the HR director of company XYZ. She's really excited about having healthy vending. Here's her phone number. Please uh, make a time here in the next day or two to go meet with her about your company bringing in a machine. Then we turn it over to the operator. And by the way, again, the operator's been trained on kind of the language of the business, what they should say, the kinds of questions they might get asked about their business. And they go meet with them, and, and, and ultimately, it's, it's an agreement between the business, uh, the two businesses, the, the, the operator we have and the facility to have the machine there, and that's where we end up shipping the machine. But our team is very good at, at, at strategy on how to get good places, and we really emphasize that as part of our training, and uh, we really want people to be able to be comfortable with the conversation, and you know, frankly, that's how businesses will grow, as, as the operator is comfortable you know, presenting the concept briefly to a place. It's not a hard conversation to have. Really, it's just about, do you want healthy vending? Do you think this is a good idea for your, the people in the building? And who says no to that? You know, almost nobody. Absolutely. So we've touched on training, you know, a couple different times already throughout this conversation. Peter, can you go into sharing a little bit about what the training looks like that Healthy You provides? Sure. Yeah, we actually have a formal two-day class we call Healthy University. Um, We teach that once a month in our facility here in Utah. Um, operators will come from all over and spend uh, two full days. It's a lot of great information that's shared. We cover just really everything that we've learned in the 15, 16 years now of doing the healthy vending. All of that's encapsulated into this two days. And so there's a lot of stuff that's talked about anywhere from, of course, how to use the software efficiently and and leverage that to to, 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 uh, accelerate your business. But Lots of stuff on product acquisition, uh, strategy around products, uh, you know, the conversation with locations. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that's covered. Stuff about building your business, what kind of business entity might you want to set up. And there's just a lot of really, it's a full, a comprehensive program around how to do healthy vending the right way and get, get an operator set up correctly so that they can then leverage, as, as Andre talked about, wanting to use his own uh, wherewithal, his own entrepreneurial spirit to grow a business. That is one difference between us and a franchise is we don't mandate that an owner do anything specific. Um, franchises, of course, are very strict in ways, with it, and they have to be because they're maintaining and building a brand specifically. And But we, we don't say, hey, you're going to sell these 150 products. You're going to price it this way. You're going to do X. You're going to do Y and Z. You're going to wear this shirt. You're going to do these things. I mean, our name isn't even on the machine anywhere. That's a big difference with us as well as we're not again we're not promoting our business with the machine we want the operator to be able to promote their business with the machine and 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 we teach them all about that and let them run with the with the business so andre uh, 110 machines are they all cookie cutter type machines that you have or you know talk to me a little bit about what the machine looks like what type of products i mean we've touched on healthy products what type of products are you really moving in this these machines, and where do you get those products? Okay, so to answer the, the question, so it's not cookie cutter. Um, like Peter said, thank God they do not hold us to a, a certain amount of products. Hey, you guys could only sell this. No. As you know, I'm in South Florida. You're in South Florida, right? We could go all three counties I'm in. Palm Beach, I'm in Broward, and I'm in Dave as far as the span of my machines. Culture, age, income, different businesses. I'm in resorts on the beach, 
I have Hilton's, I have Marriott's, I have car dealerships, I have GMC. There's every different walks of life. And what each group does is they have their own perception of what being healthy is. And as an operator, it's my job to cater to those uh, individuals in that place. So I, I get products locally and I can get it from our national wholesaler, which is UNFI, and I'm able to use so many different variations of products to meet the demand. I look at the sales, I look at all key performance indicators. Whenever I place a machine into a location, I will do 50% of the way. My first week, pretty much seeing what sells and why it doesn't sell, It's there's going to be a crossroad. It's either price point or the product mix, and I have to figure that out, but I work hand-in-hand with the location, plus I'm also looking at my reports. The reports will never lie. Sales, if you look at your sales, you master that part of the business, and that's where Healthy You help me understand how to use it efficiently, because honestly, that was my problem in the beginning, where I thought I understood what everyone they've seen as being healthy. So it cannot be cookie-cutter. So we have to be able, there's going to be a baseline product, but even being in Florida, we have to be able to be flexible to the folks that we serve and let them understand that you're giving them the best products, the best quality, being healthy, but you can find what they, what works for them. Now, what's most popular in products, you believe it or not, I love to always joke and say it's water, but water in itself could be its own animal. Sparkling um, here in Florida, Zephyr Hills up north could be Poland Spring. Um, certain Dasani, Aquafina, the, it goes on and on. But I'm always looking at my sales trends. What's selling? I can look up the hot zones. Ten to twelve. This particular protein bar is selling in location A, and then in location B, this particular jerky is selling there. And then I will know how to either add or subtract and maximize each location. Again, it's going back to the technology that help you provide their software so I can manage efficiently. How interesting. I mean, this is a level that I've really never even dove into in the vending business. I, I present it. I know it can be a great opportunity for the right person, but you're introducing a level of complexity that I've really never even given thought to. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. So let me ask you, what are the biggest challenges in your business? I mean, we talk about the flexibility that it provides and a lot of the, you know, solid, great attributes, but what are some of the biggest challenges you have with, with your business? Well, Getting into the business, it depends on the stage that you're in, right? Or your level of comfortability. Um, Peter was saying some folks, one of the number one things was understanding where to put the machines, right? Um, they, When I went through training and I understood the characteristics of a location, I knew what they were looking for. It took me a couple months. I went on a few meetings, I went to certain locations, and then after a while I could see that they were looking for, a location would look for a reliable operator, a person that understood the products. So I had to educate myself 
on the things that I was given my clients as well. So I can speak to it well as far as the, and this is something that I took on to myself because I would get those questions that, Hey, I have never seen this product before. What is it? Why, you know, opposed to being a Snickers, I would search and do research on products that had peanuts or certain level of chocolate, like a kind bar, but it would have less um, sugar. So I had to become a Schmied, a subject matter expert. So I had to ingrain myself. That was a challenge um, for me in the beginning and inventory management and using that system. I was good face to face. I was good um, meeting, speaking to people, talking with them, networking. But the challenges for me was more so the stuff behind the scenes, what I would do in my office. And I always implore people, that's where the work is, is inventory management, looking at your numbers. It's almost like brushing your teeth. You have to do it daily. Take 15 minutes before you get out the house, look at your numbers, and you could preset and pre-plan all your projections for the week. So inventory management, primary number one, and identifying the customer and their needs. What does a day in the life look like for you? I mean, you're an early riser. You've already shared you get up at 4.30, and let me say that's way before I roll out of bed. So <laughs> so bless your heart. Uh, but what does a day in the life look like for you managing a, a business of 110 machines? Well, it's from getting up early, I have to. Um, one, I have three girls that I have to make sure they go off to school and make sure they before they get up, I handle everything. So that's first and foremost. So for me, day in the life is making sure that there's I'm ready for any kind of interaction. I'm dealing with high-end clients. And it doesn't matter that they're a big name. All my clients are high-end to me. I want to make sure that my guys are ready. They're going on the road. We have a checklist system. They will message me that they're on the way to my office because I, I move, I'm about 30, 40 minutes from my, my office. So I do everything from home. Um, I make sure that our inventory levels are at a reasonable height. I can see on my software what I have on hand. I will open up my, I have multiple screens where I joked early, like it's air traffic control. It really is. I have <laughs> multiple monitors. I'm seeing levels all unified. I have also Vistar, somewhat a uh, company that I use, and they, they have a hub in North Miami where I get my products. So I could see where the product levels on their end. If my guys, I either splitting them up for the day and they one picks up, one is prepping the paperwork and then I'm making sure they go out. But after 8 a.m., I'm pretty much free. I'm just checking here or there on my phone because I could see where they are, what machine they are. And then at the end of the day, I will look at the collection drop off. And if anything happens, I have someone else in the office that will, if there's any concerns, they could call. Um, I have my number on the machines. They will call a young lady that's in my office answering calls. They'll let me know if there's something I have to jump in. But most times my guys could handle it. But from 4.30 to around 8, that's where I do most of the work is just really managing and planning to see where their holes that I need to put the guys on alert, don't overlook this, 
and making sure products are moving. It's, it's, it's a spinning wheel. I want the wheel to keep going. The moment it stops, we're not making any money. So that's my job to kind of make sure they keep pushing. Well, it sounds like you have a great system in place. Congratulations. One other topic is, I know this starts out as a home-based business model. I mean, certainly when you had five machines, uh, you can manage this from home with stock and what have you. But where, what, what does your storage area or your office look like? It's only a thousand square foot. Um, we, the, the, the effort that I put on in the morning as far as looking at Unify, Five Star, um, there's other companies here locally, um, even Costco's and Sam's, you can get a good amount of your products where I don't need to keep that much on hand, right? I only keep products, what, what we call cycling products. My van I have a fairly large, my vans are Dodge Pro Masses, they're 2500s, they're high roofs. So we have built-in shelves. They are refrigerated in the back. So I've made that investment. So there are actually mobile warehouses on wheels, right? So I keep a lot of stuff in there, only chocolates and things like that, um, because I have to turn off the AC in the back of the van in the night. I will put that in the office, in the refrigerator, and I will keep certain things inside. But I try not to keep too much on hand. I And that's why it's important for me to constantly look at the inventory levels. That's my job, uh, to keep at least a week to a week and a half worth of products that sell out what we call cycling products automatically, your water, your pretzels, your peanuts, anything that's really a grab-and-go real small, they're not really expensive, those things I can keep on hand. They have a longer shelf life, but they move particularly fast. Wow. I, I'm so impressed with how how fine-tuned it sounds like your your business is. So again, Andre, congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Peter, what sure. does an investment in, in Healthy You Vending look like? Uh, and I think one very important thing to emphasize here, and I, I absolutely love franchising. That's what I do day in and day out. But one of the big values of a business opportunity and specifically healthy vending is there are no ongoing royalties. So once you make an investment in the machines, uh, that's it. So share with us, what's, what's an investment look like? So we have a number of different starting points for people and, and, and really the range is uh, on the low end about $55,000. Um, on the high end, we're talking about $200,000 and that really is just corresponding to the number of machines that somebody might want to start with uh, starting their business. Um, and we have people that are comfortable with, with ranges all within that, of course. And so, um, you know, like you point out, it's not a huge investment when you consider then, you know, franchises out there, a lot of them are half a million or more, and you got to just really have a, a lot of funding to be able to do this business. 
Not so with this. I mean, you really just have to have uh, some money that you can put into a business, a desire to start and grow a business. And we help you all along the way with that. And, you know, I want to point out that, that Andre is a great example of somebody who's, who's hit the gas with this business and has, has grown it to, to this, this 110 machine uh, opportunity, which is fantastic. We love it when that happens. And we have other people that have over 100 machines too. But there's a lot of people that find that, you know, this fits well with the three or four other things they have doing as well. And they maybe, they maybe like Andre said, he might want to, he almost wanted to stop at 15 and that would is good. And that's fine. We have people that have that as their goal and because they have four other things they're doing that they love. And this fits really, really well into that. So I just want to emphasize that I love talking about this with, with people because it meets such a wide range of people's needs and desires time commitments, financial commitments, and those kinds of things. But, but you're right. No ongoing fees from us. We figure if we can create a plan that allows somebody to accelerate and grow a business and they can grow their business from five or 10 machines to 15, 20, or 30, if that's what they want to do, that's both good for them and it's good for us. And like Andre pointed out, we don't pressure anybody to say, hey, you've got to sign up. You've got to commit to five or 10 machines a year, anything like that. None of that happens here. We really want people to feel like they own the business and they can do it at whatever level feels comfortable for them. And that's great because a lot of people, especially in this type of business, they they may want to start small with, say, five machines, dip their toe in the water, get a feel for what the business is like instead of going big from the onset. So I, I love the the aspect of the scalability of this business model. So on a last note, I know uh, a lot of clients today, there's different ways of funding a business investment. I mean, certainly uh, people many times explore small business loans. Is Healthy You Vending a type of business that the Small Business Association will will provide loans for? Sure. Yeah, we are officially listed with the SBA. Um, we're listed, though, as a business opportunity, not a franchise. So most of them, I think, that I've seen in the SBA are listed as franchises that have been cleared and approved, but we are listed as a, an approved business opportunity. So we are with the SBA and there are other ways to get funding for the, for the business as well. We have some other lenders and you may even have some Stacy that you point people to from time to time. If they're looking to get funding to start a business, a third party uh, engagement for funding, we certainly can connect people with that as well. Um, no, quite commonly we're looking for somebody who wants to start a business if they can without debt. Um, that's also a nice thing if you can do that in any business and they kind of just be moving forward with kind of a profit structure of sorts. And, uh, but we're, we're, we're happy to help people figure that out too. If that's what they need and they say, Hey, I'd rather use other people's money to, to get started. How can I do that? We say, great. We can kind of connect you with some, some groups that can help with that as well. But yeah, that's, that's all we're talking about with the funding. And it's, it's when people are ready to go, once they have money in hand, we can get them started and, and underway. And really it's a, it's a pretty quick startup. You can get get started and get machines within you know, about six weeks on the lead time for getting machines built and in, into in the area. So, Wow. Excellent. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, Peter, Andre, Andre, I, I sat here and listened to your story and I'm just like, wow, amazed. So I, I appreciate you both taking the time to meet with me. And if anybody is interested in learning more about Healthy You Vending, please feel free to reach out to me at Stacy at FusionFranchising.com. Thanks, gentlemen.